It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome once again to Top Stories for another rummage round in the Bugle Attic. I am Andy Zaltzman. Now, 2011 was a big year for civil disobedience. Riot fever was spreading like a Twitter storm. And it was the turn of Egypt to overthrow its leader, as we recorded Bugle issue 142, entitled Egypt Erupts. This is how I and John Oliver exclusively reported on these events for the listening world. Top Story this week! Gotta give us what we want! Gotta give us what we need. Our freedom of speech is freedom or death. We gotta fight the powers that be. Let me hear you say, fight the power. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Fight the power. <laughs> um, Andy, this week what, the mate? world has continued. You heard. Well, who are you? you heard. Was that John? Is that still John? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Sorry, I just nipped out for a second and Chuck D walked in here. Oh, Chuck D. But he's gone again now. All oh, right, I thought yeah. it was Debbie Gibson. No, that was a cover. Right. Uh, this week, Andy, the world has continued its new favourite game of civil disobedience dominoes. <laughs> uh, two weeks ago, our top story was Sudan breaking up with itself. Last week, we led with Tunisia chasing its president and his family all the way to the ticket office of Euro Disney. <laughs> and now, Egypt has caught riot fever too. The last week has seen the largest and most aggressive protest in Egypt since Giza Town Council turned down planning permission for the pyramids. <laughs> Hosni Mubarak has been president of Egypt for 30 years and in that time has not proven himself to be the biggest fan of things like freedom of speech. In fact, in his dating profile on eHarmony.com, <laughs> he writes his dislikes as being red wine, people who chew chewing gum with their mouth open and a citizen's right to a fair trial. <laughs> also, just out of interest uh, for anyone who is interested, his likes are apparently walks in the park, corruption and police brutality. <laughs> In fact, you can get you can do all three at once. That's the great <laughs> thing about those hobbies, they are. <laughs> and what what a first date that would be. <laughs> That's Mubarak bringing his A game. Uh, if I'm putting my cards on the table, I'm not going to waste your time. <laughs> I'm into you, and I'm into this. <laughs> In fact, Egypt has been living under state of emergency laws for the last 29 years, so he's actually only really been president for one year. That's the only time that he should be allowed to go into the democracy history books. The other 29 should have an asterisk next to them. It's like taking steroids in athletics. The rest of those years were draconian laws assisted. <laughs> well, here's a joke for you. Uh, yeah. For any despots listening, here's a joke. Uh, what do you get if you cross a leader who's been in power for decades? Rising food prices, high unemployment and a widespread feeling of disenfranchisement in a predominantly youthful population who've grown up knowing nothing but authoritarian rule. Answer, not much. 
But what do you get if you cross all that with modern communications? Answer, <laughs> revolution! <laughs> Needs a bit of fine-tuning. Well, it's, it's good that you go with the joke there, because we're yeah. no stranger to discussing... Mubarak at the Bugle. We even yep. held a competition a while ago to insult him through poetry. And I'll tell you how I know this, Andy. I don't know if you stumbled on this either. So I was doing some research on Mubarak yesterday. Did you find this out? No. And the Bugle is mentioned on his fucking Wikipedia page. <laughs> yes! I swear it's true. We started this whole thing off! It's we were the We were the first pinprick in that big man's balloon. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Under Mubarak in popular culture, there are two entries. The first is Mubarak is currently rated 20th on Parade Magazine's 2009 World's Worst Dictators list. And the second <laughs> is f***ing us, Andy. It says, this is a direct quote, Mubarak was featured heavily in episodes 82 and 83 of satirical podcast The Bugle. <laughs> After news emerged that a man was jailed for writing a poem that insulted Mubarak, host Andy Zaltzman challenged the show's listeners to write a verse or haiku that was more insulting than the original. <laughs> Many of the entries read out in episode 83 poked fun at Mubarak's alleged favouring of his son. Zaltzman later said that he didn't have the courage to go to Egypt after insulting its leader. Yeah, I stand by that. <laughs> for a start, Andy, I've got two things there. One... It seems I've been airbrushed from history. Yeah. Host? Host, Andy? What am I? Your sidekick? Yeah, yeah, sidekick, yeah. yeah. But also, I have to say, I was so proud to read that. It gave my whole day a lift yesterday, because here's the thing. Mubarak is clearly demonstrably a vain man. He's held on to power in his country for three decades. There is simply no way that he doesn't Google himself. <laughs> and when you Google Hosni's name... Wikipedia is the first result that comes up on Bugle. Also, his entire entry, surprisingly, isn't even that long. And I love the idea that in the last few months he's been in office, scanning through his Wikipedia page and suddenly found himself saying, Hold on, what the f*** is the Bugle? And why do they think it's funny to write offensive haiku poems about me? Because it isn't funny. It isn't funny at all. <laughs> this might explain why you all started giggling behind my back 18 months ago. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? I'm just going to do... Uh, hang on. Let's, uh, Look it up let's do this. Look I, it up. I have just looked it up. But I'm going to do some scientific research into this. Hang yeah. On. Well, I've, I've just done some math, John. And that <laughs> uh, entry, ironically, is 83 words long, given that it was episode oh. 83. Uh -huh. That was the... Um, I don't know what you can yeah. read into that. I think you can probably yeah. read the subliminal message, Go onto the streets and bring down the government, people <laughs> of Egypt! Um... <laughs> 83 words, his total Wikipedia entry, and this, bearing in mind, this is including subheadings, is 3,339 <laughs> words long, which means that the bugle <laughs> is 2.5% of Hosni Mubarak's life. <laughs> he spent 30 years in power of a major nation, Andy. How, how have we taken up 2% of his legacy on the internet? It's, this is a wonderful day, Andy. This is a tangibly wonderful day. There's only... We're only described with one line less than the complete history of his assassination attempts. Well, I mean, which... Let's, let's ask ourselves, John, bearing in mind what is currently happening on the streets of Egypt just 18 months after this, which were more effective, the assassination attempts or the lampooning in the bugle? I'm, I'm so proud... And thank you to whoever put it there, and whoever's been keeping it there. It's wonderful news. Well, I think we can both retire and die happy now, John. Oh, God. 
So, I'm, um, sure, I'm just not sure I've ever been more proud of anything I've ever done no. than just scanning them and going, hold on a second, oh my God. The only slight cloud on the horizon is that um, my daughter, who's now just turned four, has already expressed mm-hmm. an interest in going to Egypt to see the pyramids, which mm-hmm. she's read about. Yeah. So not books, my mm-hmm. wife, very keen. To go to Egypt. I'm yeah. going to have to come up with a very convincing excuse. <laughs> Maybe I'll just wave that Wikipedia page at them. I cannot go. <laughs> you can be greeted at the airport, Andy, by 10,000 people. The Liberator is here. I hope he's brought some offensive poems. I just oh, I'm the Egyptian the Che Guevara. <laughs> They're all going to wear T-shirts with your face on them now. <laughs> I'm not sure that's advisable. So, um, anyway, so clearly it is all kicking off down here on planet Earth as the bugle has sparked global revolution. Um, it's like, I'd say it's like 1848, 1968, and 1989 all rolled into one, uh, but more so, maybe less so, and in different circumstances. But suffice to say, John, now is a really bad time to be an aging autocrat. I mean, I guess it seemed like a pretty solid career choice when you got back into it, uh, you know, back in the 70s or 80s. A lot of job stability, not too much paperwork, complimentary aeroplane and tank, your own headed stationery, solid salary, which you can top up with a bit of freelance work on the side or Mm -hmm. large-scale embezzlement of public funds, whatever's your bag. It is pretty much the dream job. But now the likes of uh, Tunisia's uh, deposed ex-boss Bin Ali and uh, Egypt's 82-year-old number one Hosni, uh, they must be wondering why they just didn't get a job in the local golf shop. And uh, I can tell you this, I was just, just heard this on the radio just before we recorded, that Mubarak's mummy is not happy at all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, apparently this morning said to him, Oi, Hosney, get in here, you little scamp! There's a load of people outside want to speak to you. What do you mean tell them that you're not feeling well you don't want to talk to them? You're in a, no, you be a nice boy and go and tell him yourself. Hosney! Hosney! Go and tidy up the mess you made. Hosney! No crispy crunches <laughs> for you, my boy. Come back here, little Hosney. Always oh, off. Oh, look at him go. Look at his little legs. Oh, Hosni, don't you dare go and hide in your pyramid again. <laughs> so, so how, has, how has Egypt reacted to these protests voicing the will of the people? Did they A, ignore them, B, accept them in the spirit in which they were intended, C, violently suppress them? Well, if you were thinking any answer other than C, I would love to know where you got your faith in human nature from. <laughs> Because, well, <laughs> frankly, I need to replenish my increasingly depleted stash. Well, I mean, they have changed. They've certainly changed the way they do respond uh, to this. I mean, it always used to be trouble on the streets. Any suggestions? Build a pyramid? Yeah, good idea. Let's build a pyramid. <laughs> They're really angry this time, so let's make it super pointy. <laughs> what now, true. Detective Hat and Coat? Oh, I've got another riot control solution, boss. I'm listening. A sphinx. <laughs> oh, what, mate? A sphinx. Right, I like the catchy one-syllable branding. Uh, what is it, some new medication for hemorrhoids? Uh, not exactly, boss. No, it's half lion, half bird, half woman. One and a half. I like it. Great value for money. OK, stick one up and make it too big for the Brits to steal in a few thousand years' time. So they have moved on. They've moved on. They've moved on. Uh, on Wednesday, the Interior Ministry declared all demonstrations illegal. The police moved in to break up any gatherings, and security officials say a 1,000 demonstrators have been arrested and a number have been killed. For his part, Mubarak says that he wants to, and I quote, hear the protesters. But to be specific, he wants to hear them screaming in pain as they're being beaten <laughs> unconscious by policemen. For him, that sound is relaxing as whale music. In fact, he has a noise machine in his bedroom that plays the sound of protesters being beaten in jail cells so he can drift <laughs> off to sleep at night. Let me hear you say, ow! <laughs> the, uh... The Egyptian police have also been rounding up journalists. Uh, One arrested uh, British journalist said, 
We were being dragged towards a security building on the edge of the square, two streets away from my apartment, and as I approached the doorway of the building, um, other security officers took flying kicks and punches at me. I spotted a high-ranking uniformed officer and shouted at him that I was a British journalist. He responded by walking over and punching me twice, saying in Arabic, F*** you and F*** Britain. <laughs> well... That's nice, isn't it? And yeah. it's reassuring what a press pass can do for you, isn't it? I'm sure the officer went on to say, seriously, thanks very much for informing of that. Sergeant, please beat this man extra hard. <laughs> it's true that activists have once again made great use of social networking sites and Twitter to organise demonstrations across the country. Uh, they called on people just today uh, to observe Anger Friday by going to rallies after praying in mosques and churches, and that seems to be happening. Uh, there are even reports that the Egyptian government has been clamping down on Twitter and Facebook, and it seems... It seems like Facebook is increasingly playing a large role in national insurrections. It'd be great to have a record of this all the way through the past. Have a record of Lenin's Facebook page <laughs> around that time, or maybe his Twitter messages at the time. At Lenin, calling for Bolsheviks to meet at the Winter Palace. Please retweet. Hashtag thinking about starting a revolution. Has hashtag Justin Bieber fan. <laughs> well, you've already got into this now, John, haven't you? I don't, I don't really, to be honest, that is just pulling things I've heard. Oh, I right, still I don't fundamentally know how it works. <laughs> the Egyptian government ha has been attacking these sites, and apparently today the internet has intermittently completely gone down. Government have denied responsibility for this, although when he said that, Mubarak was holding a cable behind his back <laughs> that looked like he just wrenched it straight out of the wall. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Now do pop over to the Mothership and listen to the latest Bugle podcast. It's like top stories, but longer and newer. Hi, it's producer Chris from the Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now.